All right. Here on the podcast today, we have Colin Abert, and he is a pro runner and online coach and also a sub-four miler. How are you today? Doing pretty well. What about yourself? I'm doing good, man. Um, you want to just give me a brief summary of like your, your running career? Yeah, sure thing. So um, in high school, uh, I ran for Easton High School. Um, after that, I graduated and then went to Penn State, where I competed there for four years. Um, managed to break the four-minute mile my junior year there, which was one of my biggest goals that I set for myself. Um, and then I knew I wanted to pursue running a little bit further after not reaching all my goals in college. Um, so I, I went to a run pro camp um, in Arlington, Virginia, and then found uh, Minnesota Distance Elite, uh, which is the, the professional uh, group that I train with now, um, which is based in like Minneapolis area. So moved from Pennsylvania to Minnesota, and uh, yeah, so that's that's me. Each season, what do you think is the key to really running fast times and PRs? Like, what do you uh, think is the main thing that'll that'll yeah, do that? The biggest thing um, for anybody to get better is just consistent training. So, after you have a nice, you know, block of training, that's where you're gonna get a lot of significant gains and kind of work towards what your end goal is for the season. Um, and then just building upon that each year is, is really, really valuable in, in getting faster and just, you know, building that aerobic base. Hey, if you're not getting consistent sleep, um, there are some aches and pains that you can get, you can, which can lead to some injuries. Um, and, and resting at night is one of the most important things, in my opinion. Um, yeah, exactly. Adap- adapting and training. Um, as well as just getting rest and feeling recovered. Yeah, sleep so. sleep is so important because I'm two days out from my race right now, and I always have to get a really good night's sleep two days before, or else I just I don't feel good. Like yeah, yeah, two nights two nights before is is crucial in my opinion. Um, even more so important than the night before. Obviously, you still want to get that good night's sleep, but um. I've had some races where I've had terrible nights of sleep. So, like you're a little too anxious, a little too nervous. Um, so it's like you still have good performances um, as long as you build up a good week of sleep before. Yeah, I think a lot of people start making the mistake, like especially when people want to get better, like super quick. They start taking every day super hard. Yeah, and they yeah. don't give and, their body any time to recover. Yeah, it, it, it is, um, like, you can get decently uh, in shape from your easy runs, um, but you have to be smart about when you're doing harder easy runs, and you have to make sure that they are recovery runs. But, um, like, in the beginning of the season, when you're doing a lot of that base mileage and you're not doing a lot of intensive workouts, um, it's all right to push some of those easy runs because you're not, you don't need to recover from some of the, you know, the, the workouts that you're doing are a little bit easier. But, um, yeah, so... You don't need as much time to uh, really, you know, recover and <laughs> rest before you get ready for the next workout. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the base mileage stuff, you can push a little bit more, but after a track workout, it might be kind of tough. Yeah, to... yeah. What I what I notice is like when I'm in my um, absolute like prime time best shape, uh, some of my easy runs are like you know eight to eight thirty pace, um, and I'm just you know getting the mileage. And at that point, it's not like I'm 
you know, pushing at any kind of pace, but that's as fast as I can go. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, that probably just feels like walking for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's walking, but like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> right way to like bump up your mileage do you believe in like the the 10 percent rule where like each week so, you you bump up 10 percent or yeah i i used to believe in that but um that kind of became known as like just how to increase mileage on average like what what can keep people the most healthy where um some of the books that i've read i'm like i did a um the vdot certification program um, and I, that uses the Jack Daniels uh, running formula book, which is one of the most popular ones uh, for runners and coaches. Um, and they talk about how um, the idea is to kind of keep your mileage around the same amount for, I would say, like three weeks. Um, and then you have kind of that, that little bit of down period to let your body adapt to it. And then from that point on, you can uh, you can um, bring in more mileage, which um, he recommends using like... I would say no more than one mile per day of running that you're doing. So if you're running like, you know, three days a week, um, your mileage should go up by like, you know, three miles then that next the next time that you're bumping up. Interesting. The most important thing with mileage, like keeping, you know, where are you at and like how, how should I increase it is when you're reaching those new grounds of your highest mileage ever. That's where it's like your body's like saying, whoa, what is this? Like, I'm not used to this. And it'll have to definitely adapt to that. So that's where like the, the injuries and the stress fractures come in. Oh yeah. A lot of people try to push up way too fast because with mileage, a lot of the time you do get faster. That's obviously not the only thing to it, but um, yeah, a lot of people think, oh, if I can run this amount of mileage like this runner's doing, then I'm going to get as fast as they are. And it's just not like that at all. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, if I were to, like, take a break, like, I usually do, like, 30 to 35 miles a week and like, cross-country and track, but if I were to, like, take a break for two weeks and then come back and do, like, 30 miles a week, do you think that would be too much, or do you think I should, um, I mean, I would, bump it down? I would at least have one, one week to two weeks of a little bit lower where you're still building up, maybe, like, what I like to do is the first week back is you kind of take every other day you're running, um, for at least like you know three to four days um and then you go back to the regular schedule of you know every day or maybe six days a week for high schoolers is usually what um i recommend uh but i would probably start you know every other day you probably will get like 10 to 15 miles um and then the next week probably you know 20-ish miles 25 miles and then you could bump up to that 30 amount and then after there you can kind of go up to you know 35-ish and then hold it there for a little bit My last like kind of topic I want to talk about, and you'll kind of like this one because you work at CC Running, is running shoes. Do you think that like just for new runners, it's important that they just get in like a pair of trainers, or do you think like down the road they should upgrade to like something lighter weight and like like the newer tech or? So one of my kind of one of my favorite things in, in you know training is kind of choosing. What shoe am I working out in today? Um, I am lucky enough where uh, I work at a, a running store, so I have you know more shoes than the typical runner. Um, but in my opinion, you're going to be using 
like the shoes down the road. So unless you're doing only one running season where you can use one shoe and then you don't need to ever, you know, get another one again, um, having, you know, another shoe uh, will just, it'll just go into the next season then. So your shoes will probably last, you know, two seasons if you're kind of alternating. Um, I really do like having a pair of, you know, fast shoes for fast days and then maybe a little bit heavier but more cushioned shoe for some of my easier runs which just helps to absorb a lot of that impact you're not really worried about what times you're running even even in meets i can kind of notice like the new the new uh the carbon plate technology like uh i have the dragonflies and my first time ever wearing those it just felt like just felt so like bouncy and fast yeah yeah so so the the dragonflies don't actually have the plate in them oh they don't um but they do they do use the same type of foam as their next percent which is super you know cushioned super soft but like super lightweight um and they do have like that you know that kind of um stiff material right by where the spikes are uh, that helps with that responsiveness but um yeah, not technically a carbon plate, but um, very fast shoes. So I totally get what you mean. Absolutely. That's all I really have for you today. Um, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Love talking to sports. So whenever there's someone who wants to talk about it, I'm always down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, Colin. No problem.